Help me welcome to the show for the first time someone that I met in, met in Birmingham, Alabama with my good friend Larry Taunton was there at the uh, Fixed Point Foundational meeting with Sam Sorbo uh, along with uh, Tom Askell and Eric Metaxas. We had a grand old time with, with John R- uh, Rush Meza, who I'm bringing up right now. John, welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. Hey, how's it going, C.L.? Really great, and glad that you could be on. John, let's get right into our conversation. You were born in Rwanda, is that right? Talk to us about uh, your place of origin. Yes, I was born in Kigali, Rwanda, which is in Africa, towards the eastern side of Africa. And, um, yeah, so I came from Rwanda at nine years old. I was nine years old in 19... 94, when the war, the genocide between the two tribes over there uh, happened. And so that's that's pretty much, yeah, I originated from there. Now, when your parents came to America, uh, did they have means? Did they, how, how did you all get along once you came to America? And was your goal to become American? Talk to us. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, uh, I grew up as a refugee. So in 1994, when the war started, we, my parents, had to take us out of there because, you know, the condition was not good, to, you know, so they had to remove us. Uh, we grew up in Zambia. And from Zambia, as refugees, we came to the United States. Uh, we came to the United States with nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, and, and, well, speaking about myself, I've always wanted to come to America, watching movies, watching the, the rappers and, the, you know, everybody, just America. I feel like I've been American since I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we came here with absolutely nothing. We were fortunate among, I'm sure, millions of people that would like to come here. We were, uh, by the grace of God, fortunate to be able to be selected to come here with absolutely nothing. Uh, and uh, my, my parents' vision was to bring us here so that we can have uh, better opportunities because because there was nothing where we came from. Now, folks, I want you, I want you to, to get what I'm about to try and, and bring home to you right now. Now, John's skin and my skin in America, of course, we are considered black. Of course, of course, we considered black in America. But now, John, when you think of yourself, uh, before you became an American, you didn't think of yourself as black, did you? You thought of yourself as a Rwandan or maybe a Zambian. I don't know. Tell us about the difference in the way uh, the Africans who come to this country view themselves and the way black people who live in this country view themselves. Is there a difference? Talk to us about it. Yeah, there's a difference because, uh, like I said, I, I came from Rwanda, and so I am Rwandese. I, I, I'm not just simply African. I am uh, uh, Rwandese, or at least I was. I don't know if I have dual citizenship. But um, so I came here viewing myself as an, an African who is from Rwanda. Now, obviously, uh, you know, being that I'm a millennial, I've been influenced even before I came here to see, to, to know black people, to see myself somewhat in my, you know, and uh, according to my skin color. But uh, what I didn't have was the, the, uh, 
the idea that that's all I am is a black person. I, I knew myself as a, as an African who is Rwandese. Wow. And folks, I want you to get that. Before he came here, he saw himself as an individual who had a nationality. That, that was my point in, in telling you that this is my origin here. You see, his origin was Rwanda. Now he's in America. He's becoming an American. His children will be American. His wife's American. He will be an American. But his origin does not have the color of his skin. Even when he was in Africa, and understand, uh, he is more than just an African. He is, he is from Rwanda. He, that's where he's from. And so he's proud to be a man who is from where he's from, regardless of his color. That is what I'm trying to tell you. And now he comes to America. He and I happen to be the same color. Okay? But, but, but for some reason, there are people here trying to get me to look at myself differently than John Rush Meza looks at himself. Why can't I look at myself as just being a man who is an American? That's my point. John, would we be better off if we could get to that point in America? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, even now that I'm, I'm an American, I'm a U.S. citizen as of uh, 2019, I, I view myself, I, I'm proud to be an American, first and foremost. I'm proud because it is a dream that many, like I said, many of the people where I came from uh, don't get to enjoy. It is a, a, a one of, I think it's the, the greatest opportunity Outside of being saved and, and having Christ in my life, uh, being an American will be the, the greatest opportunity there is in terms of life. Uh, so I am proud to call myself an American. Um, so I don't see myself as black first. At least I try not to. But, you know, like I said, because of the influences that, you know, sometimes I have to, I guess, I, I find myself doing that. But I, I consider myself as an American because... That has more meaning than being black. Wow. Wow. Folks, I don't know. I don't know if you felt it, heard it, but you ju- he just said something. John, whose origin started in Rwanda. He became an American citizen in 2019. He tells you, Americans, all of you, regardless of what color you are, red, yellow, black, and white, being an American for him, outside of being saved, his salvation, his belief in Jesus Christ, being an American is, is, is one of the most important things, is the most important thing to him. And the opportunities is here. So, so how is it we're letting people tell us that this is some evil place? John, when you think of America, when you think of America, do you think of an evil place? Talk to us. CL, like I said, uh, to me and where I came from, I came from the slums of Africa. I, I grew up in Lusaka, Zambia. It's in the slums. It's uh, uh, my understanding is that people live off of two dollars a day or something like that. Uh, you know, America is a land flowing with milk and honey, coming from where I came from. Okay, everybody would kill to come to America. In fact, people do all kinds of things just to get to America. An example that everyone should know, I'm sure, 
is how people are jumping off the border and throwing the, their kids across the border, going across deserts and things like that to get here. It's not because it's an evil country. It's because it is a land flowing with milk and honey. That's not evil. It's just the reality is we're so blessed to be here. My whole family is blessed to be here. And we, we, we wouldn't have it any other way. John, you know, I, I can't even put tell you how great it is to have you come on with me today. Uh, of course, we'll be sending you a clip of, uh, of this show. But I want to, before uh, our session ends here, this segment ends here, uh, what is it that uh, perhaps you would say uh, to those of us who are missing the whole point of that land flowing with milk and honey. What would you say to that kid who is turning their back on the American flag, who is hating police authority, uh, who is saying that their country that they were born in, this country they were privileged enough to be born in. Unlike you, you had to find your way here. Your parents had to find their way here. But there are so many that were born here, John, who are saying they hate this country and they're turning their back on their flag. What would John Rushamesa uh, from uh, Rwanda tell that person? Talk to us. I would say that uh, you definitely don't know what you have until you lose it. Uh, so uh, the, the, the fortunate thing about Americans, especially the, the younger ones today, is that you have people who are not from here, who are coming here, and who will tell you that what you have is nothing like anything around the world. People from around the world, even the enemies of the United States, they want to destroy this. There's a reason why they want to destroy America. So, and the reason is because this is the greatest thing that, that there is. There's no, there's nothing better. This is it. And, and, and take it from me. I came from the slums of Africa. And I'm telling you that this is it. I don't have to go to China to, to be able to tell that, you know, Chinese people want to come here. Which mean, can only mean one thing, that this is it. So I say we preserve it. I say we, we, you know, take it for what it is. It is a blessing. It's not perfect. Nothing is perfect. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what I'd like to say is that you don't want to lose it uh, uh, in order to find out what you really have. Wisdom says let's preserve this. This is our home. This is the greatest home. To me, this country has been a blessing to my family. It's been a blessing to a whole lot of millions of people, which is why millions of people more would like to come here. Not because it's an evil country, but because it's the greatest country there ever was. And that's just a fact. Wow. John, uh, hey, nobody, nobody could have said that better than you just said it. And nobody could have said it with more meaning to other Americans as you are now as you have just uh, meant it. And I want to encourage you to uh, continue to fight the good fight, John Rushmeza. I know that you will, my friend, because you are. I look forward to seeing, meeting up, bumping into you and your, your wife and your family on the trail uh, somewhere again. And I hope that's real soon. We'll have you on the show often, John. I'll get my producer, Michelle, in touch with you 
And thank you again for being on with me here today. God bless and keep you, man.